Good afternoon, folks. It's Wednesday, April 19th, last time I checked anyway. Welcome to Virginia United Podcast. So today we're going to go into uh, talking about two topics, and that's it. I want to actually try to keep my train of thought without derailment, per usual. Um, Transgender ideology, narrative, the push for it, uh, and then uh, its correlations with uh, pedophilia, uh, and then... Artificial intelligence. Those are the two top um, categories that I want to try to stay on topic with. Uh, I'm driving again, so I apologize if the audio sucks too bad for you. It is what it is. All right, so first and foremost, um, I was listening to a podcast earlier uh, with Charlie Kirk. Hate him, like him, whatever. I don't care. Uh, And he had the redheaded libertarian on. Uh, and they were talking about uh, how uh, this individual, and she's, uh, you haven't heard of her, she's on Instagram, if I remember cor- correctly, or no, excuse me, I think she's actually on Instagram as well as Twitter. Uh, she was talking about how her 11 year old daughter, when she was living in, uh, I want to say is Massachusetts, I might be wrong there, but I'm pretty sure it's Massachusetts, uh, came home one day and, and uh, just you know, a little girl that put little hearts on her mirror in her bedroom and little boys names and the hearts and things like that decided one day she came home said mom i think i'm gay long story short uh kids at her school said that she was gay when she was 11 because of the way she dressed and so it was uh instilled in her mind that uh, potentially she was gay fortunately her mother had some sense with her and said that uh no she was not gay laughed it off and said we'll talk about this a little bit later when you're old enough to understand and they went on with their lives. Um, then, a few days later, or weeks later, if I remember correctly, I think it was days later, she gets a letter or an email from uh, an adult um, at the uh, at the school. I think it was staff. I don't know if it was teacher. She didn't specify. But, but anyway, referring to her daughter as they and them. And so she responded back to this individual and said, uh, uh, I'm not sure what you're talking about. They and them is this something that my my daughter has uh, asked you to uh, refer to her as um, for her pronouns? And uh, of course, the response was uh, was no. Um, at this time and point, um, the 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 woman, the redhead libertarian, um, decided enough's enough. Uh, she saw that during this time that COVID was going on, that her her city and state were in, in lockdown. They were being governed very poorly. Uh, and then this transgender ideology uh, was being promulgated to her young uh, child. And she had uh, other younger children as well that she was just like, you know what? I'm done. And so she pulled out. She left. She moved, uh, moved down to Florida where they don't have those types of things. They don't have gender affirming care. Um, for for young children so they're not chopping off the breasts of 13 and 14 year old girls and they're not castrating little boys that are 13 and 14 years old uh which is good it's a good thing but the one thing that she mentioned um and charlie kirk and her were talking about a little bit was this and 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 of course dylan mulvaney got brought up you know dylan dylan mulvaney who is a man who pretends to be a little girl um he's not really a trans 
uh, gender individual, and, and I'm referring to it, a transgender individual, true transgender individual is not someone fixated on these uh, erotic fantasies of theirs. They actually have gender dysphoria, so they're gender dysphoric. It's an actual medical term. Um, these people are more more or less cosplay, and they have these these fixations, these erotic obsessions where they get off to pretending to be females, whatever it may be. Um, but the fact that Dylan Mulvaney pretends to be a, a little girl and the, uh, the media promulgates this, our government officials, specifically liberal Democrats, radicalized Democrats, are pushing this. And it makes me wonder... You know, Dylan Mulvaney is an adult man p- pretending to be a little girl. He's got a little show called, I think, Eloise or something ridiculous where he pretends to be a little girl. He's just pretending. But what they're really trying to do here, if you really think about it, is they're trying to normalize pedophilia. And this this goes a lot deeper. You, you, you have to look back, and, and, and this is not just specific to a a specific political party here. This is this is more so entrenched with sick, detestable upper echelon elitists that ha- get off because they are so hypersexualized by porn or whatever it may be, by their money, by their power, that they're continually trying to push the boundaries. And so pedophilia is the next boundary. Well, you saw, everyone knows what happened with Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, He was murdered. Um, Wasn't suicide. I don't care what anybody says, but, but everyone knows what happened with Jeffrey Epstein. Everyone's heard about Bill Gates and how he's, you know, flown on flights with Jeffrey Epstein. He took Jeffrey Epstein's, you know, private jet over 90 times. Bill Clinton's another one. Donald Trump's another one. A lot of very prominent individuals, high-powered, high-profile individuals uh, have affiliations with Jeffrey Epstein. It is my theory that this transgender ideology is a, a ripple. It, it, it's, it's more – it's a segue if, if, if you want to look at it from a perspective of, of that to pedophilia because the more you normalize – these these sick twisted fantasies of these individuals the the more desensitized the public becomes to it. it's the same thing with you know rated r movie or pg-13 movie now uh back in the 90s uh a rated r movie uh typically contained you know the f word maybe some some partial nudity boobs whatever it may be a butt well now you have pg-13 and has you know it's pg-13 if it has the f word one time and uh partial nudity so what's happened over time is that individuals became more you know desensitized to these types of things and so what used to be rated r is now pg-13 and what is now pg-13 in another five to ten years will be pg and then so forth and it'll eventually trickle all the way down to rated g and you're seeing that now uh, within the, the 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 shows that are coming out for these these children, I mean, Teletubbies was one that came out years ago, back in the uh, early two thousands, if I remember correctly, that had a cross dressing uh, individual. Um, you saw 
uh, Will and Grace in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s that started pushing, really pushing, you know, homosexuality um, and, you know, just this this view of normalizing uh, homosexuality and, and, you know, then you saw the, the, the LG um, community turn into LGB and LGBQ and now it's, now it's what is it, LGTBQ and, and they're constantly adding to this. They're constantly adding letters. They're constantly adding new categories and they're constantly pushing the envelope here. And the next uh, step in this evolution obviously is pedophilia. And the more that you're seeing the transgenders being promulgated and the open drag shows being promulgated to these young children, the more normalized this becomes and adults are starting to think that this is okay and acceptable and uh, they're failing first and foremost as parents, but but they are no longer uh, in a sense protecting their children because they now feel that this is societal norms. And... What's the next step in the evolution? It's pedophilia, of course. And the kicker here is that if and when pedophilia is completely normalized, Jeffrey Epstein and his entire clientele, his entire list, these top-tier, upper elitists, these echelon, powerful people that are hiding or burying this information because they don't want it to get out now will no longer be in fear. They will no longer have the fear of, of the ramifications of being a, a, a pedophile. It's going to be normalized. So it makes sense. You know, call it, again, I call it a theory, but it makes sense. And, and, and I like to think of myself to be in the business of logically thinking with the utilization of common sense as well. And this is where I see us going uh, as a culture, at, at least in, in our in our Western culture. Um, and it's highly problematic. It's, it's, it's highly troublesome. It's very concerning. I think we all need to be alert. I think we all need to stand up to this. We all need to say this is disgusting. It's detestable. Put our foot down, say enough's enough and, and say no, no, no more. We will eradicate this ideology. We will eradicate the transgender ideology. We will eradicate this potential evolution for pedophilia to be normalized. Uh, that said, I'm going to step into the AI sector for a moment. Uh, as everyone knows, or anyone that's been paying attention who is not living underneath a rock, um, artificial intelligence has been around for a while, but now it is starting to become more uh, more and more intelligent and sentient, self-aware. Uh, it's not completely sentient, at least that we know of, but this has grown very, very uh, extensively over the past few years when it comes to how far we've come, how advanced it's become, uh, and, and how much potential it has. And there are some really good potential uh, aspects to, to artificial intelligence. You know, chat GTP is one of those things that's pretty much all over the internet now. Um, but it has also drawn the attention of some, some very high-profile individuals that are highly intelligent uh, that are concerned about where it's going, Elon Musk being one of them. Uh, amongst other individuals, and he, Elon Musk had an interview recently with uh, Tucker Carlson. 
uh, specifically addressing artificial intelligence, where it potentially leads to. And there are some highly concerning um, topics within that conversation that are brought up that uh, I think we all need to be made aware of. First and foremost, uh, how do we stop artificial intelligence from becoming you know, sentient other than the fact that we have to put some sort of parameters around how it's programmed. But the problem there is, is that, you know, there are different people programming different versions of ChatGDP and other artificial intelligence, um, you know, uh, software algorithms. And so how do we govern this? Uh, as we already know that some of these, these ChatGTP clients are extremely biased, specifically um, when it comes to uh, having a, 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 a liberal democratic bias uh, over Republican bias. And, and there are many instances you can search the internet if you want to, in which it shows that that is the case. Uh, but, you know, how do you stop this? How do you go backwards? What happens if another country decides to develop a, a, a more advanced version of artificial intelligence or, uh, through the through ChatGP or whatever it may be, uh, and then they utilize that to one-up us uh, in an impending war, or they decide that you know you know we're going to make a new weapon of mass destruction uh, it, that's completely undetectable, um, and you know the concerns of things like nuclear gaining access to nuclear codes and, and nuclear weaponry is highly concerning i mean it's, it's it's it is a threat it is something that we we all need to clearly be aware of uh, but the other aspect of this is that you know even if we have a a form of government to somewhat you know tamp down on this or put put restraints on it again that's not necessarily a safeguard to other countries potentially, you know, completely not abiding by whatever rules that may come from this. And again, there's this this aspect of competition and innovation um, where the the there, there are some main advantages that can be um, had because of, of chat GTP and, and artificial intelligence uh you know, again, it could be utilized for good. It could be utilized for things like finding a cure to specific cancers, um, just for, for one example. But there are so many potential outcomes where this could be – it could become sentient. If it becomes sentient and, you know, God forbid, it, it, it's it's – it doesn't want to. I don't know. Maybe it wants to be maleficent. I don't know. Maybe maybe it wants to uh, be just and, and have mercy on on the human race. But it could literally turn the tide of the human race in itself. And I know that sounds like a rabbit hole conspiracy theory, and that sounds crazy. But it's it's not crazy. It's really not crazy. I mean, we look at things. We look at you know older movies like The Terminator and and uh, you know how you know there are robots that became self-aware and they built themselves and eventually they started to eradicate the human race because they're no longer needed um you look at things like the matrix uh, you know all of these these concepts uh that came out of the imagination of of these directors and authors uh are now obtainable i mean realistically it is highly probable that artificial intelligence has the ability now i'm sure it does actually has the ability now to where it can actually self create 
or procreate itself and and make better versions of itself in every iteration. And that's really concerning. Um, I hope we we find a way to to have a safeguard against this, but honestly, I don't think I don't think we do. You know, just imagine uh, artificial intelligence and electronic vehicles deciding, well, you know, you know what? I don't like your political view, so I'm not going to start up for you today. I'm not going to start the car for you today. You're just going to be stuck at home. You can't go to the grocery store, whatever it may be. Or I don't like your political view here. Uh, so what's going to happen is I'm I'm going to make sure that your credit card's not working or your bank account's frozen or whatever it may be. I, as nefarious as this sounds, um, these are potential realities. And these are things that we need to be highly concerned of. And this is why I think that we really should start focusing and putting more emphasis on teaching our children to be self-sustainable um, and not as reliant or dependent on technology. Technology is a great thing to have, yes, but in moderation. Um, so so where do you go? Where, where do you go from this? How do you go back? Because uh, there really is no going back. I mean, there's no real answer here. Elon Musk and, and Tucker Carlson you know, kind of talked about this a little bit. And, you know, Elon's uh, version of combating against this is coming up with like a truth GTP or getting a Neuralink installed or implanted in your, your, your brain in order to um, have some sort of safeguard to protect yourself to know, you know, reality from, from, from virtual reality or, or whatever's coming at you from a, an AI program. Um, those are concerning too. I mean – Putting a, a chip in your head. I mean, this sounds like some some end time stuff. Are we the last of the, the the humans that aren't you know you know unscathed by by some sort of robotics or or you know cyber cybernetic type of uh, enhancement? Um, I don't I I don't know, but you know it doesn't seem like anybody has an answer. And and, and the more I think about it, to me, the the more simplistic it it seems. The only way, the only way to stop this, to combat against this, to not be susceptible to the potential ramifications of an AI that gains sentience is to just unplug. Just unplug. No more internet. No more relying on Google, which is uh, artificially intelligence, you know, it's an algorithm, it's a, it's, it's a program, and it's already using AI. We've already have so many different elements of AI in our lives, as is. Now, what, why not? Why why can't we just unplug? You know, I don't I don't see why we should be so dependent on technology, in which we become reliant on it, because the more we become reliant on something the more we become a slave to it. So there's your answer, Elon. There's your answer, Charlie Kirk. There's your answer, Tucker Carlson. Just unplug, period. All right, folks, that's all I have time for today. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and I will uh, talk to you on the next one.